Today's scripture is taken from 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 to 11. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them. As labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other as indeed you are doing. This is the word of the Lord. The early Christians uh, thought that Jesus was coming very soon. Of course, as you know, Jesus did not come as soon as they expected. They kind of lived uh, with this uh, mistaken expectation about the coming of Jesus. But there was one thing that all the early Christians had. They were alert and they lived with a sense of urgency. In the early Christian community, this sense of urgency was very important. Therefore, they all emphasized the importance of living with a sense of urgency. So even uh, in their uh, documentation, they made sure that the story about that will be uh, there. So, for example, uh, Jesus' uh, parable about ten bridesmaids. Jesus came late, and five bridesmaids Prepare the oil, but the other five did not prepare the oil. In other words, the five were awake and alert, and they lived with a sense of urgency, but the other five did not do that. A lot of stories are uh, in the Bible uh, to show that living with a sense of urgency is very important. In that urgency, I believe that, they were able to produce the masterpiece called the Bible. The Bible did not just come into existence in a normal mindset. In that very urgent mindset, they were able to produce the masterpiece called the New Testament. Living 
with a sense of urgency does that. It puts you in a totally different mindset. The person who lives with urgency and the person who lives mindlessly, the quality of their mindset, the quality of their thinking are totally different. When you live with a sense of urgency, you can be creative, alert, purposeful, passionate, and alive. That's what it does. People come alive when they have this sense of urgency. The modern society, I don't know why, the modern society takes away this sense of urgency in people. Almost I feel like we are all crazy. Like we hear so many people get killed in Las Vegas and then all of a sudden we get this urgency. Wow. And the next day, and we walk as though nothing happened. And then something happened. We look and then we walk again. This is, I mean, even when I look at myself, this is crazy. When two people are threatening with each other with a nuclear uh, threat, we say, oh, I just hope that nothing bad happens and we just move on. There's no sense of urgency at all in modern life. I don't know why. Maybe our life is too structured and programmed. So there's no, or we feel that we have a lot of, we have all the good security. Is that why? But whatever the reason may be, losing the sense of urgency is killing our soul. It's killing us. Is it because the world has become so big that we feel drowned in it? I can't do nothing about it. But I see some exceptional people who live with a sense of urgency, even around us. The other day I read an article in the Rolling Stone magazine about Elon Musk. It was a very interesting article. It was an uh, interview. Ellen's brother, Kimball, said about Ellen in this way. He's able to see things more clearly in a way that no one else I know of can understand. His brother saw his brother and he had this keen sense of seeing things that no other people can see. And Elon Musk said, climate change is the biggest threat that humanity faces this century except for AI. So he created an electric car. And he's looking for a planet for human beings to be able to live. Like he makes rockets and I don't know what he does. Sounds like crazy. But 
somehow he's not comfortable with the way uh, he just lives. He, ha he has this sense of urgency. We got to do something about it. We cannot just move on. I mean, he has so much money and so much power. He can live his, his life without worrying about, without sense of urgency. He can uh, eat steak every night if he wants. Still has lots of money left. I mean, he could comfortably go on vacation and all these things. If he just lived for himself, he didn't need to feel any sense of urgency. He could just live fine. But he lived with this sense of urgency to leave better universe, better nature, better earth to the next generation. Is it because he's so smart and so powerful and so big that he, could, he can feel that he can make some changes in the world? He can dare to think about making a dent in the universe or he is dare to me, uh, think about making some changes in the world because he's so smart and so powerful? Maybe. It may be easier for him to have the sense of urgency because he's so powerful that he can do something about it. Something about his life and something about the world he lives in. But I don't think only smart and powerful people can live with a sense of urgency. I think a sense of urgency comes from a clear understanding of one's purpose. When you have clear understanding of your purpose, then you have a sense of urgency. When you don't have any purpose, then nothing is urgent. Just life moves on. You can just live comfortably. But when you have something that you want to achieve while you are alive, then you get this sense of urgency. We won't be just satisfied with just making a living when we have a purpose. Peace and security will not be everything we want in life. My friends, that's a lie. That's a lie. Peace and security, that's everything about life. That is defeated mentality. That's people who lost their soul. That's, they think like that. Peace and security is not everything about life. That was what St. Paul said in today's scripture. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and there will be no escape. In Paul's time, many people lived with sense of security and peace, like Roman peace, Pax Romana. Oh, everything is good and fine, peaceful, and you are secure. Paul was surrounded by that kind of mentality but he saw something else. No, 
there's urgency here. So peace and security versus urgency. Paul chose urgency. And I agree with Paul. Paul is saying that living with a sense of, urge, sense of urgency is more important than living with a false sense of peace and security. Living with a false sense of peace and security, we can create nothing. We can do nothing. When we live with a sense of urgency, we enter into different realm of life. It is different consciousness, different realm of existence. When we have that sense of urgency, we enter into that. When artists produce masterpiece, they are in, in a different level of consciousness, different realm of existence. New power and energy will come from within us. Everything comes alive within us. Every cell of our body is awakened with new vitality. We don't live falling asleep. We are urgent. I wonder where this sense of urgency comes from. Mistaken expectation? Oh, Jesus will come soon. Is that how they got the sense of urgency? Maybe partly. So I was reflecting on it. Where these early Christians got that urgency? I reflected on it and read the scripture and I, find, I found this scripture that is from Acts. It is what Luke said, but it was actually the quotation from the Joel prophet. It says, in the last days it will be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. When the spirit came upon them, something happened within them. All of a sudden, they became all awakened and they got this sense of urgency. And in that state of mind, they were able to prophesy. Young people could see visions and old people could dream dreams. Totally something... Totally something they never expected happened within them. They were able to see vision. They were able to dream dreams. So like Martin Luther King Jr. When everybody uh, automatically assumed that, uh, uh, the, the racial uh, you know, the, the, the discrimination all that, that's uh, some reality you have to live with it. But he said no. And he, with a sense of urgency, he wanted to change that. I think it's a movement of the spirit. 
It is, I, I believe there's a prompting of the spirit that prompts you to live a better life. They all entered into a different realm of life, different dimension. Their life became a life of vision, dream, and purpose. All the great people in history saw the vision, had the dream, and lived out the purpose they found. That was how they impacted the world. Living a lethargic life is not an only option. Don't believe in that lie. Just because you have house secured, job secured, that's not the only option to live. That can never be your goal. We have to see bigger things in life. We have to find life. We are made. We, we are made not to be happy when you live only for yourself. That's how we are created to be. We can never be happy when we live for ourselves. It's a nature. We can only be happy when we live for other people and for God who, t- who takes care of who cares for the world. Only then we can be happy. That is a noble purpose. Time we have is is not going to be there all the time. When we realize that we cannot, when we realize that time is limited, we cannot just waste our time. St. Paul said this, Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. You already know it. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The other day I watched news and this guy was making a Noah's Ark 2. <laughs> So he dug the ground and then he built everything so that he could be saved from the nuclear war or whatever. And then, how many years? I don't know. Being awake means this present moment is awake. There may not be tomorrow. Tomorrow is tomorrow. But today, we have to be awake. You can do so much. You can do so much. You know, it saddens me when I see talented people like you. Not you, but other people out there. Talented people like them waste their lives. With defeated mentality. It saddens me. It makes me angry when they could 
do much better. The other day I talked with a guy. He called me and he lives in San Francisco. You know, Reverend, I want to give a donation, uh, give scholarship uh, uh, in my father's name. Uh, so his father is a, comes to KSM congregation. And he said, I'll give $100,000 initially and every year $12,000. And I want uh, to support theological students uh, with that money. So I said, that's great. I'll help you uh, uh, use your money well. And the other day, a woman uh, came to me and uh, I'll give uh, $3,000 uh, to help out the poor and needy during this Christmas season. At least there is some movement. I got to do something about what I have. As we come to God, God will awaken us. As we humbly pray, the Spirit will awaken us. Then we can enter into a different realm of existence. Not just victims of materialism. Your horizon will be open. Your eyes will be open. You can see the vision and you will dream dreams. I think that is what cool life is all about. I believe that that was a power that broke through the darkness in the early Christian history. I mean, it is a miracle for me how Christianity survived that kind of persecution in the first 20, 30 years or 50 years. I mean, it's a small sect. 12 people started. 112 people gathered together and prayed. And how could they broke, broke through that Roman power and all that uh, thinking and became Christianity? That itself is a miracle. I believe that it is the power of those who are urgent, who, are urg who felt urgency. I think it's the power of those who are totally awake. They, they had a different sense of living. We have to be alive. We have to awake. We have to come alive. Are there artists? You can create masterpiece. Are there engineers? Are there a poet? You can come up with tremendous peace once you're awake. You're very talented people, but talents themselves are not good enough. Your brain is not good enough. You need power for your talents to become actualized. Let God anoint you. Let God take you to a higher level.
let us come out of our shelter and enjoy the freedom to be the best we can be for others' sake and for God and for the world. Let us sing together.